Well, as I started to say, we are going to be hearing for the next four weeks from what's often called the Letter of St. Paul to the Hebrews. But one of the first things I learned in the seminary is the Letter of St. Paul to the Hebrews is not a letter, was not written by St. Paul, and was not addressed to the Hebrews. Also, the other thing, the Holy Roman Empire was neither holy nor an empire nor Roman. But Hebrews is the best Greek writing in the New Testament. It is an extended treatise. Possibly it was originally a sermon on the priesthood and the sacrifice of Christ. And as the introduction to our translation says, the author's main theme is not developed for its own sake, but as a means of restoring the Christians' lost fervor and strengthening them in the faith. So today, on the Feast of St. Hilary, and in the medieval times, the Feast of St. Hilary was always the first day of the semester, of the, sp the spring or winter semester, whatever you want to call it. It's a moment to reflect. Have we lost our fervor for Christ? And if so, how can we regain it? When I met with the rest of the RCIA team this summer, we were planning out the topics that we would be covering in our gatherings, figuring out should we change the order, do we need to add something, take something out. And we looked at the guide that this diocese has for the training of catechists, and it has this chart of all the things that are covered. And we covered all those topics, plus a few others in our RCIA process. But I said to the team, I said, you know, we talk about them every week, but we don't actually have a week just about Jesus. <laughs> Maybe we should do that. So this year we added a week right near the beginning of our CIA called Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, and the life. But then we couldn't decide, well, what exactly should we talk about? What should be the content? What should be the format? Well, Paul Bricado on our team agreed to give it a shot. And what he ended up doing was giving us an amazing testimony of who Jesus Christ meant to him. It was so inspiring that I asked Paul if we could get the, uh, the text and distribute it to the people in our CIA. And he agreed. No, I'm not going to read the whole thing. It took about an hour and 15 minutes. But I will share with you a little bit. This is what Paul said. To be a Christian is to be a follower of Jesus Christ, to seek perfection in love. Jesus does not ask us to be flawless. He knows that it is impossible due to our human nature. But he does ask us to be perfect in love. He asks us to love without exception and to seek to reconcile with those who we have hurt and those who have hurt us. To be a follower of Jesus is to try our best to be like him in every single aspect of our lives. Imitating Jesus is definitely more than just being kind or friendly to others. He also calls us to sacrifice and suffering. My challenge to you is to be like Jesus in all things. Truly be a Christian, a follower of Jesus of Nazareth. Some days are much easier than others. Just remember that Jesus suffered, so we will all suffer too. Jesus laughed and had fun, and so will we. Jesus cried and had stress, and so will we. Jesus rejoiced at the gift of life, and so will we. Jesus loved without any exceptions, 
and so will we. Jesus rose from the dead and went to be with his Father in heaven, and so will we. As our gospel passage today tells us, even the demons knew who Jesus was. But how does knowing Jesus change your life? St. Hilary was a great doctor of the Western Church, and he was the main guy in the West of the 4th century to fight against the Arian heresy. Arianism was the idea that Jesus was not actually God. He was sort of subordinate. He was separate from God. St. Hilary dedicated his life to the fact that what we say, what we believe about Jesus Christ matters. And St. Hilary's his name comes from the Latin word for cheerful or happy. Knowing Christ is challenging. But the challenge should lead us eventually to internal joy. 